the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 279 of the Heart of LSC podcast. First, we're going to call it We Are Who We Are. Of course, that is a play on Bayern Munich's Mia San Mia. We'll talk about that more as we go. But of course, before I can get really good into this, I got to get my crew ready here. So let's welcome Tony and Araceli onto the show. Bam will join us next episode, of course. And that's how we do things. Araceli, how are you doing on this very busy week? I'm actually doing very well now that we finally have a schedule for MLS Next Pro, which I will deep dive more into later on. But overall, I mean, I'm just excited and just preparing myself for the next couple of weeks. Yes, and we will definitely cover that more as she prepares to travel to New York. And we'll give you details on that. Of course, there's Tony in the mix with a minor studio change. Tony, how are you doing, sir? Doing pretty well. Um tired from this past weekend uh was more up and going the daylight savings time didn't really help out and then had to work before the game and you know doing everything else but three points is three points and i'm happy with it there it is of course i am back i'm alive i know i missed the last two episodes um it's been a bit of an adventure from costa rica and back again including as Tony knows, a, a crazy route back where I was supposed to come in, come in on Saturday night, easily go to the game on Sunday, but somehow, some way was redirected to Hermosillo and slept on the foreign airport of Hermosillo, flew home on Sunday afternoon, uh, dropped the family off, went straight to the game and got there by the second half. I have no idea how I got there or how I got home, but it happened. I did at least get to the game, so perfect record uh, maintained. Maybe I played limited minutes this time due to international duty, but at least I was there. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, you know, perfect record contained. Um, got to see the boys get the win, take care of business. And, of course, Costa Rica, I have a million stories for you guys on. So that is where we're at. And now comes a very busy week with uh, Aloense visiting us now for leg two. Bayern Munich news. LAFC 2 news and so much more. So let's get right into it. The story of the day, of course, would be about Etsy Bayern Munich and their deal with us, uh, basically partnership. Um, no, this isn't this doesn't mean that we're part of like the Red Bull group. No, it doesn't mean that they're poaching all our players is nothing to do with that. In fact, interestingly enough, we're creating another organization altogether called Red and Gold Football. Uh, and that is going to be the scouting uh, organization and player development organization that we're going to share 50 50 uh, with Byron. And it is rather interesting, but nobody leads over anybody else. Basically, this is a shared interest, a shared network. And from, from what I understand, a network that is planning on growing to other clubs around the world to help better develop players, share talents between the teams. Uh, and, and get people where they need to go uh, for the best of the player and the best of all of the organizations involved. So, no, we are not little brother to Bayern, and they're not big brother to us. This is two organizations that recognize each other and are uh, utilizing the facilities on both continents to uh, assist with the players that they find. 
even more so the shares are the same even when they discover players so that should be interesting too our academy is still independent their use setup is still independent but now you're going to have shared interest on players so that is the big the big news um of the week i do like what they were saying um some quotes that have stood out and thanks to bavarian football works for some of these um, Oliver Kahn said FC Bayern will expand its youth development with the Los Angeles Football Club at international level. Football is developing very dynamically, which is particularly noticeable on the transfer market. We see the partnership with LAFC as an opportunity to strengthen FC Bayern in sporting competition with the best clubs in Europe and the Bundesliga. The fact that most of the 2026 World Cup will take place in the United States, where we already have an office in New York, makes Los Angeles location even more attractive. I expect a quality youth boost in Major League Soccer. They'll have a positive impact on our partnership. So you see there, they see the growth. It's Ali Khan. I know hearing words from him like that are really wild for those of us that have watched him for years and years and years to see calm Ali is really cool. Um, but that is that is what they're saying, of course. They mentioned the, the fears of the Red Bull setup where they have branches all over and create all these teams, and that was squashed rather quickly. Uh, and again, it says nothing with the Byron logo is going to be over here to affect what we're doing. So, so again, we're helping each other out. We're expanding our brand in a way, but it's not forced on anybody. And we're giving the players an opportunity to grow on both sides. So um, ultimately, it's going to help to develop more players, to identify more players and to get them to where they need to go. And you're like, well, wait a minute. But, you know, what does it mean they're just going to poach and send? Look at it this way. If you're playing for their youth side or their 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 junior side, that's like third division level over there. That's a little different than what we do here. So it's really seeing what fits best and if they're ready for the jump. And also from over there to over here, first team competitive football can now be had and they're not stuck in a lower division. They can come here um, and deal with the the trials that you have to deal with as an MLS player. So. Yeah, it's a good relationship in that sense. Again, it's all developing. We're going to learn as we go with this one. But again, this is not junior to senior here. Okay, these are two organizations working together. And I think ultimately that's what we have to have to respect and see. And club's excited. So, you know, it, it looks good to me. Um, I'll throw this over to you, Tony. What are your impressions from what you've been reading so far? What do you think's going on here? Um, it looks like it's going to be a great accusation um like you just overall you know with youth players and young players again we do have many german roots in how we started everything um fortunately it's a rival that we started with but let's just get that let's just get that that little like elephant out of the room um but again this is bayern munich this is one of the the one of the biggest clubs in europe to partner with it's not just like some the some club in turkey or you know some little club in france or something this is one of the main clubs to aspire to play for you know what i mean so overall this is going to be great for not just our young and but also for our team as well because we might get players that they feel are ready for them but not but they need some more like you know um the senior side experience and we can provide that with them and then also with lafc too we can fill in a roster with extras that they have want to do and you know get them accustomed to different cultures you know what i mean the best way to do it is just because as a player leaving your country is hard and then adjusting to that culture and some players don't make it out so this is a perfect way to you know 
kind of, you know, ben benefit both sides of the end. And in a way, for a younger player, this is now year-round football, okay? You can be in a competitive match at any time of year because our seasons aren't the same. Uh, and so you get that chance as well. The cross, the, the visits, all that's going to be good as well. Hopefully we get some kind of match from them as well. That would be fun too. So we will see, of course, in all fairness, Bayern is my team outside of LAFC. I mean, everyone knows that. I know going to Dortmund was a little wild for me back then because I did feel kind of like a uh, <laughs> kind of like a spy a little bit. Um, but, you know, they welcomed me with open arms. It was a great trip. Um, I do feel for everybody in, in Dortmund that has developed these these connections with us, kind of feeling a bit conflicted after this. Um, I will say this, though, that we are black and gold. Uh, we are not a junior club. Uh, we are our own thing. Uh, we're doing our own thing. And so that needs to be respected and will be respected. And if it turns into something different than that, I'll be the first to be like, hey, what is going on here? Because um, I'm not good with that either. So on my end, yes, I, I think it's great. Right. I have a reason to think it's great. Uh, but at the same time, my loyalty is to this club. Number one, the one that's home and home counts first. So that's where I sit. Um, Aricella, your thoughts? Do you think this is going to develop or change the the MLS next uh, uh, view for us now? I'm not sure if it's going to develop it, but I'm but I would hope that it would further it in a in a way, especially promotion wise, because now there's going to be even more avenues for our young academy players. Exactly. An option, a way up. And it's pretty direct. Um, I do know that Dallas lost the worst in all of this. Uh, they lost their relationship with, with, with Etsy Byron, uh, which is to our benefit. Uh, so that helps as well. And if you've seen how well things have gone for Dallas and their youth, now to have something that's that effective with us and seeing our youngsters move up in a way that they've done it over there on top of being as ambitious as we are, it's a pretty good setup for us. It's a pretty good setup. And to know that it was Byron that reached out to us, not the other way around, is nice as well to see that we are being noticed on an international level with a club of that size. Um, to trust their talent within our program is pretty strong as well. And so on that note, I'll move from there. And you guys definitely throw some comments and we'll, we'll answer your questions uh, in those, you know, in the comments as well. And uh, we'll talk about it for sure. Outside of that, outside of the Bayern news, of course, let's talk about uh, LAFC2 now that the schedule is out. And I'll throw this over to Araceli. How are things looking on the next pro uh, front? Well, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we finally have a schedule. I don't know if people have been following Next Pro for the last couple of weeks, but as you can tell, there's been some breaking news in the sense that we did lose one of our clubs from the league. I cannot comment any further on that because I'll be honest, I was not part of those discussions, but I can say it did delay the release of the schedule. But now that we finally have it with us, um, the season begin officially begins next Friday, March 24th, and it will go through till September 24th with playoffs beginning on September 29th that will last for four weeks. And what's interesting about that is there will be two new rules this season. And I will get into the new rule for the playoffs in a moment here, but I want to focus on LAFC2 for a quick second. 
LAFC 2 will open their season on Sunday, March 26th at Titan Stadium. Uh, they will play against North Texas SC at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So I highly recommend everyone go check it out if you're not already all suckered out by now, <laughs> given the busy week that LAFC has had. Um, but other than that, I know there's still a lot of questions about the roster. Unfortunately, we do not have much more news from it other than uh, Christopher Jaime. Now looking at the website, there is a notice noticeable name of Yikisan Suba, which is a 19-year-old forward, has not been formally announced by the club, so I will not say he is an official player, but he is on the website. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, other than that, Unfortunately, it is still speculation at this point, but given that the season begins next Sunday, I am hoping that we will see more uh, player signings in the next couple of days or so. Now, going back to the two new rules for a quick second, as I mentioned, playoffs is going to look a little different for next pro that although the playoffs will last for four weeks, the first two rounds will consist of a pick your opponent rule, meaning that teams that are like the second and third seeds, if I'm reading this correctly, they will be able to pick their opponent and if they want to host the game. Now, obviously, this is still breaking news, so we'll know more as the year progresses. But another new rule that stood out to me if I could bring it up, one second. Here we go. To further decrease uh, preventable match delays and in increase effective match time, there is going to be a new time substitution rule, which will allow a maximum of 10 seconds for a player to leave the field when he is substituted. If the player does not leave the field within the 10 seconds, the, the sub will only have, um, will only be entered, <clears throat> excuse me, will only be able to enter after a 60-second holding period, resulting in the team being down a player for that solid minute. Again, a lot of breaking news here to kind of break down. And obviously, as the season progresses, we'll learn even more. That sounds confusing. I'll be honest. What? Yeah, I, I don't know. Now uh, you know how my morning went. <sighs> Yeah, I, and 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 I'm, I know on yours it's much more dry, right? And the delivery, like this, is what it is, and, you're, and <laughs> that's brutal. Oh man. Okay, so yeah, choosing your opponent is a really weird vibe. I, I gotta say, I think your performance is you should choose your opponent, and that's about it, right? Standings are what they are. But okay, you know, it sounds like an all-star game. Pick them, but okay, that's fine. Uh, as long as the boys are playing, as long as we have a squad that's competitive. As long as, as we keep funneling players in and out and making it happen, it's a success. Outside of results, well, they happen. Um, I will say this. I'll try my best to be there on March 26th uh, to be to be at the first one because it's so important. Um, I hope others join me as well. And then, Aracela, you said you are traveling. Can we share that information yet? Uh, I prefer not. Not right now, at least. Gotcha. Okay. We'll keep you guys updated when she, when she can send her alerts on this as well, but yes, yeah, she's going to have a very busy week in the lead up to it as we expected her to. Um, and we can't wait for the updates. So thank you, Araceli for the info. 
here we go. All right. So LASU, LASC two is set. Of course, let's talk about our win against New England. Of course, New England ain't that bad, but we're just that good. I'll throw us over to Tony. How did things go? Uh, let's break down the match, sir. Um, it was a dominant force of show, to be honest. We did have, of course, the little video uh, ceremony for Latif in the beginning. And, you know, loved him, gave him his ring, gave him his his flowers. But once that match started, I'm sorry, as much as it hurts us to say, you're our enemy now, so let's let's get going and rolling with it. Um, to speak on Blessing, though, he did do Blessing things, you know, a thorn on everyone's side, being that energi Energizer Bunny moving throughout the whole field. But besides that, we honestly still going off that high off uh, Costa Rica. Still, you know, having fun with this game. You know, penalty, the penalty in the 14th minute where Tillman um, gets clipped on the way back with a slide, like lazy, lazy foul. It was an automatic penalty and Buongo, you know, pretty much shoots in the middle with force, getting his first goal of his brace of the day. And then, of, and then pretty much, and then you see in the first half the fun, the fun that the players were having. You saw <laughs> Buanga and Acosta literally playing rock paper scissors to see who takes the free kick, and it just shows us. It just shows right there that I know a lot of us got a lot of concerns going into the into the season that are are you know these aren't the players that we wanted. This is the depth that we want, but seeing this after the Costa Rica game of not the many like. The starters of it doing that well dang like and we can still add in the summer with a ddd spot i am more like i said this is my chance of saying like i want all the this is there's no shot we can't win all the trophies you know what i mean our our, our levels there it's there's nothing there's nothing more to say and then of course in the second half we have what the 58 uh 50 or no sorry my bad 67th minute Buwanga go with a dime pass from Sifu from half from the half field line and just the dropped in exactly. Of course, then we had Tillman with his nice nice goal, and then of course this is one of the um, goals where our, um, our boy Vince broke down and showed why Buwanga should be in the MVP running was had an open field wide open unmarked near the goal, but decides to give it up and gave a nice pass to uh, Buick or Bu Buick Bu. Mm -hmm. Work and you and score his first goal as, on our side and you know ended in a four will four win not loss. The only the only concerning part about the whole thing was Hollingshead getting hurt and injured on that play. It from rewatching it on on like the replay on Apple TV and seeing him fall, it was bad. He just went up for a header and then just slammed to the floor and it was just bad. So he was already injured and stuff like that. So, yeah, I heard stuff about coughing blood. Like it was, it was rough. It was rough. Um, we're just praying he's okay. We don't have a lot of updates on him yet. We can only assume he's not going to play tomorrow. Um, but still, uh, yeah, it was bad, really bad. And uh, yeah, we're just hoping he's okay. Um, and we, and you know, we see more from him. But um, quick recovery. Uh, we're, we'll we'll be ready when he's ready. That's for sure. Um, I will say this. It is amazing to see a roster that had just played a game not too long before shift so many guys in the lineup 
and still come out looking even stronger than the team that was considered the first team um, and getting it done. Uh, last year, if you tried to switch this many guys out, I'm sorry, but this would not be the result you're looking at. This team is a little different. Honestly, I think it's looking stronger than what we had last year. More dialed in. They're having more fun with it. That's true. Uh, but there's things that stand out to me that that are just outstanding. Um, yes, Buanga is on fire. We know this. My question to you guys is how many breakaway goals did we have last year? Just outright go to the races. Because we're looking like it's starting to develop on this team. And that's going to be something that looks more norm uh, with Buang on the lineup. It's different. It is just different the way we approach, the way we take options. There's there's a new dynamic to the way we're playing. In terms of Tillman and his goal, I think it was rather poetic that he stripped it from Latif to get this goal because he is the like-for-like like replacement for Latif. To, to, to show that guy up, the guy he replaced, not like it was anything intentional, like it's because it was him, but it, because it was him, it was nice to see that moment because there was that was a fine passing of a torch. Like, hey, you thought it was tough to lose Latif. Dude, you got an upgrade. You got a big upgrade. And now you're seeing it on the field pay, play itself out, which is, you know, good to see. Um, in terms of Buick finally getting a goal, you could tell that, again, he's, he's kind of overdoing it at times. The nerves are definitely still there. He needed that goal. I think uh, Danny Buanga knew that uh, and was trying. You could tell they were trying to get him to get that moment just to get it out of his system, um, to loosen things up because he was definitely trying a little too hard at times, forcing things we didn't need to force them. Um, and we know the skill set is there. It's between the years at this point. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot there. There's a ton of potential. He's a young player, and we know this. And so for him to finally get off, get it off and done with, yeah, this was good news for everybody. It's only going to get better from here. That's for sure. Um, I think Palencia is a find. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. We saw what he did. It's there. And to see Long break in so easily with Mario and allow one shot on goal all game uh, is another story. Uh, just solid. It's solid. It looks good. Mario looked confident. He took a lead in this game. He should be credited for that. Um, all good things here. Again, not giving up much of anything. Challenging. And if if Petrovic wasn't in goal for the other side, this would have been more. This would have definitely been more. So I I you know have only good things to say. Yes, I only saw the second half live, uh, but I think that was the right half to see to really see where we're at. Um, I'll throw it back to you, Tony. Any other thoughts on this match before we move forward? Um, nothing really. It was just um, we show the depth of going in. The only concern I have is with our stack season this year, we have to pick up as many points as we can. So when we get into our midday slump, our mid midseason slump that we always seem to do, it doesn't matter if we're on a high or on low, there's going to be a a stretch where we're just not picking up points teams that we should win so um i want us to continue this this trend of you know beating teams while we can because again we have the talent we have everything like that but if we don't do what we need to do right now and get ahead of ourselves in the long run then 
during those stretches, it could be the difference between a home game or an away game in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. We knew that. We knew we'd get into trouble with this as as season as the season progressed. But you don't worry too much when you're getting the wins. You just get them and move. You know, it's nice to have the youth there. That's for sure. Elliot Selly, from from your viewpoint on this game, I know you got a good chance to watch it as well. Um, your big impressions for this match? My biggest impressions was just a simple roster rotation because I know there was a lot of new faces that got the starting, uh, the starting spot for this match, and to even see Tillman and Buick score their debut goals, essentially during their debut, was just great, and it just speaks volumes to the the roster that we have. They didn't miss a beat, did they? They didn't miss a beat. It looked like it was the same roster as before, uh, or the same lineup as when we played against Alawense. The system looked the same. If you didn't read the names on the back, there weren't numbers on the back, you thought it was all the same thing. Uh, it, it's it's nice to see this early on that the gelling has already occurred. Uh, yeah, Lear learning curve is quick, so we'll take it. Um, all right, sounds good, guys. I'm going to throw this out. Uh, let's get some reactions from our faithful here. Uh, and see where you guys are at. So, again, feel free to tell us how you're doing. Give us your impressions of what's going on. If you got Bayern worries, let us know on that, but definitely join the conversation. Let's see what we got going on here. All the way up to the top here. First one in the mix was LAFC Wolf, and he says, good evening, black and gold. Uh, Marvin Chavez welcomes me back, of course. And he says, Costa Rica must have been nice. Love it there. Yeah, it's definitely a place you must see. It's a bucket list type of visit. Um, my kids will never forget this trip. That is certain. We've seen every animal you can imagine because um, we hit high forest, low forest. We did the nature stuff and then kicked into soccer the last day. Uh, yeah, don't miss it, guys. It is expensive. Won't, I won't lie on that, uh, but it was worth every penny. Uh, LOL man is in the mix as well. Daniel on hell says Dolly Dolly red and gold, red and gold is the organization. We'll put it that way. Uh, look, the culture supporter culture was helped definitely by the Dortmund visit, but the football culture is definitely going to get some help from the Bayern visit. Uh, <laughs> we'll throw that there. You know, the differences people. Um, and, uh, we're, it looks like we're trying to get the best of both worlds and why the heck not? Uh, David, Day, did Atlas just overcome an 04 deficit in aggregate? Did they? Did they? I don't have my phone with me at the moment. Someone give me an update on that. There were some other interesting results that I did get to watch, and we'll cover that in a little bit. Uh, ooh, Burke says, what's up, everybody? When is the heart of FC Bayern spinning spinoff coming out? I know too many good people that have a good podcast and good, uh, good articles and all that, like Bavarian Football Works. Another shout out for them uh, that I don't need to get into their mix. I can just enjoy it. I cover this team. That's how it goes. Um, but yeah, definitely. If you want to talk to me at the bar about that or at the pub or at the brewery, you know, I'm going to talk fire. But here, this is for us guys all the way. Uh, oh, David Day. There we go. He says, Violet. Yes. The team from Haiti who almost got forced into a forfeit for bogus reasons and then had to survive with only three substitutes in total and an injury that forced him to 10 players at the end and 10 minutes of injury time somehow, some way knocked off Austin. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, 
I was rooting for them as well. Yeah, I don't really care about MLS teams outside of my own uh, progressing anymore. It's a big enough league. It's a grown-up league. They don't need us all pining for every little MLS team, no. The good guys won in this case. Uh, congrats to, to Violet. Uh, Jason says, on a scale of 1 to 10, how stoked is Joseph for the LSU-Bayern partnership? I say it's 11. Oh, yeah, turn that baby to 11. Uh, Jason, I, I think I've told multiple people that today. Is I got the 1 to 10s from a lot of people. And I'm like, yeah, this one's going to 11 uh, with without a doubt. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. Um, I just, again, hope we're not just getting mined. doesn't sound like we are. Um, but yeah, if it all works out for the best, then yeah, a huge win, a huge win. Jose Bernal is in the mix. Hola to you, sir. Uh, David day, 50, 50 ownership of red and gold football. Just a couple billion dollar boys partnering. Exactly. These are big club moves, people, big club moves. Uh, networking never hurt anybody. Networking is a good thing. We still retain our independence. We just have this extra organization to help uh, get things across the line and help players get where they need to be. Uh, let's see. Donnie Allenhouse says, I heard rumors that the relationship between Dortmund and our supporters soured. Any truth in that? Hard truth? Hard truth. Um, we didn't really have, in terms of supporter groups, a relationship with their supporter groups. I think that's a big misnomer. Uh, somehow they taught us lessons or anything like that. If anything, they were cautious when it came to us, and we really didn't have that. What we had was a relationship with former leaders and and the organization itself and good people over there. Um, but official SG uh, relations, no, nah, that wasn't really the story. Um, I think that's a, a misnomer or how they – kind of taught us the ropes i think that's a misnomer as well one big lesson that we did get from dortmund and that we heard this 27 times over in the best kind of way is you have a much bigger population than we do you have more potential than we do and you need to be you that is what we heard most yes you see the beautiful things we do but you are you you're the 3252 and you have more potential if you see it your way and do it your way so if you're going to say big lessons, that would be it. Soured? No. There's plenty of there's plenty of amazing Dortmund supporters that are still and will always be a part of the LAFC culture because this is their home club. They live here. That's not going to change. We're still independent. Um, and I know some that are hurting because of that, that closeness that we felt. Um, but their love doesn't change. We're an independent club at the end of the day. Uh, Jose Bernal, can't wait to see a friendly LC versus Byron will be nice. Yes. Last time they came out, I am a part of the fan club for Byron. Um, yes, I am. Last time they came out, they came out to Carson. They played against Arsenal. It wasn't a great result, but it was an open practice for those who were in the fan club. It was very accessible. Lothar was here. Every the brass was here. It was great. Um, I have a hat that's covered in autographs from the training session. They, the access was amazing. Uh, it's the way they operate. So I expect only good things if we do get to get one of those. Um, access has always been good at Bayern. And uh, they do know how to treat their supporters. So, yeah, it would be fun if they come. Uh, Jonah B. Hola, what a game. Rain or shine 90 plus tomorrow. Oh, it's going to rain beer showers. You all know that. That's how we do things. So whether it's water, whether it's beer, we're ready for it. Flags get wet. We've done this before. So we'll be fine. 
Uh, Danny on Hill says slightly worried about the pitch tomorrow, but I know Gage uh, will work his magic. Gage Newton is the man. Uh, we have the most modern stuff in this stadium to keep it moving with all the concerts and yeah, Gage works magic. Believe in Gage. Uh, he, <laughs> he does wonderful things. I mean, yeah. So I know it'll be tough, but they'll figure it out. Uh, Jonah B wants to see LAC versus man United friendly. Yeah. Not so much for me, but if they did, I'd be there to watch. Uh, Jason Ariano's having fun with steamed broccoli. If you know, you know. Uh, yes, Violet that took them out. Jose Bernal says, by a team where football still needs a lot of infrastructure. Well, we're growing, right? Uh, David Day says, CCL is fun and weird. I like the World Baseball Tournament happening now. Some teams care more a lot than others. Makes things interesting. And March Madness is about to begin, too. Fun for sport. That's for sure. But again, we got ours to worry about. And if you like TV, I know Ted Lasso came out today, too. So you got that as well. Uh, Jose Bernal. uh, The Cherry of Games was the women leading the chance. Bravo. Yes, that was a great time. Um, Again, I only got to see the second half. Uh, but all you that took to the Capo stand for the first time, congratulations on that. You held your own and then some. And so uh, I am proud of all everyone that did what they did and had the bravery to go up there. It is not an easy thing to do. It's a blast, though, uh, and good on them. And Tony can tell you it is nothing easy. It is it is hard, hard work. He's shaking his head over there. Right, yeah. Tony? Let's get him into this conversation. Uh, no, it's a, hard, it's a hard thing. It's just your lung capacity and knowing the transitions. Again, we didn't ask that. We didn't ask our women to go full 90 and do the works that we usually do. We took care of them for that. Like all they had to do was just focus on the chan leading it. And then our all our capos in our stands and all the other stands just took care of like which one we're doing next, what we're doing moving forward. And it was fun. And like we're, I think we're about to do this again on the 25th when we come back home. So again, more if it's 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 a world that's very hard to do it's a very stressful sometimes but it's really simple you just gotta just show support and just keep going going further sorry for the update philly just lost so i'm happy about that the, the islanders the kings beat the islanders so <laughs> ah yes the other the other team over there um uh, as, as tony says like there's no way to expect somebody to go in there and go 90 in the in the couple stand you work up to that um, but if you give a girl for 10, it's all love for me. It's good stuff. So good on everybody. Ooh, Daniel Unhill has a funny question. He says, if Vela, Sanchez, and Keeling are all off the pitch, who would the captain be? Um, I think at some point, I think during Alla Wednesday's games, you cat it on for a moment just because you need to have somebody with it. I would think it would be Mario, to be honest. Um, if Hollingshead is healthy, Hollingshead would wear it, but I, I, Acosta, I, you know, I, we have plenty of guys that can lead, so I'm not too worried there. Um, but I, I would think it'd be Mario or Acosta would probably be your, your best bets to hold on to it next. Tony, what do you think? Um, I would probably think Acosta or Palacios. I remember wearing it one time as well during certain games, um, I'm trying to think. Kalini's not there. The right, left. Whoever's there. I would say if wild card Adam Long, like you know, with experience, with the experience, we we experience. 
out there at Red Bull, you know, it's, I think Adam Long, if he has probably midseason, will probably take over that mantle because he has that, you know, general in him from Red Bull. But uh, you just you would go with those ones. But again, I would say Adam Long, if anything. Or forget it. Give it to McCarthy. He does everything, right? Sorry, Aaron Long, not Adam Long. My bad. I just. <laughs> <laughs> we know he's new. It's okay, Tony. You'll survive. It's all right. Uh, I see Wolf is throwing up the Mario captain. All good here. I like Jose Bernal talking about the new relationships we have. Buke and Tillman getting sync with the play. Acosta and Denny uh, playing paper, rock, and scissors was awesome. And then Denny clanking one off the post was was even better. He was so close. Uh, it, it's beautiful. Uh, David Day says, uh, Vela's company commander, Sanchez, the XO. Uh, Chiellini, first sergeant. And it goes down the line. Uh, Jason Ariana is mentioning Apple TV need to change the way they watch a full game replay. I'd agree with you on that. Quit showing the score on a replay. Just show the game. Um, they took that off. Like, I just went on and it just they took it off, so it didn't show the the score line. I think he might be t- talking about the way you watch it because it's automatically the watch replay, and then you have to do the whole like do the two the three versions yada yada, yada to get the full game. Maybe that's what he's yeah. talking about. But I, don't know. I finally updated it. Uh, it yes. was scores at first. Nice, nice. Um, ooh, Marvin Chavez says Ryan has a chest injuries day to day, which sounds like it's probably not a broken rib or collapsed lung. Thank God. Even if it's a bruised rib, if you guys, those who've had rib injuries, I've had one. This thing haunts you for a long time. It's uh, <laughs> not easy to deal with, um, and it's kind of a full body feel. Um, so let's hope that if it's just bruised ribs, let it be that, not anything broken. So, because it takes forever to heal anyway. Not fun. Uh, let's see. David Day, Buanga sharing the scoring. Could have been another hat trick, but sent the pass to Steve, Steve A again. Uh, huge. Yep. Yep. Wolf, good point. Two games, seven goals, six different players. There you go. Three games from David, he says, which is true. Two league matches. Yes. I see the conversation there. Um, Wolf says, yeah, including CCL, 10 goals, six players. Spread the love. It's a good thing. And a hat trick in that mix, too. It's wild. Wild. Um, Let's see. Let's move on to Mark Lopez. Looks like we stepped off the trophy ceremony stage right back on the field. We lost some great guys, but feeling like we might be stronger and we'll only get stronger. That's where I'm at. I think we're stronger now than we were before. I feel more secure. Way more secure. If somehow Seguri comes back and he does okay, the depth is nuts. So it's good. Uh, oh, Bruce Arena, so does Daniel Hill, was asked uh, to assess Steve's first year as a coach, but rather than respond, he complained about his roster and Ellie gets all the good players. Uh, did he forget where he used to coach or what? He's Bruce, man. There, I don't think Bruce is capable of being happy for more than 15 minutes at any time. It's just his way, man. Um, I'm not talking smack. I'm just, that's his way. He's an intense dude. Um, say he is. Honestly, he's just an overhyped AYSO coach. You know, he's a type of like, he, it worked in 96 to dominate Mexico because he's the type of person like, this is your position, do your job or don't. And we'll get you off. That's him. He He's, uh, you know, I, I won't dog him too much. I just know that he's a lot like, he's a lot like Bob in his ways that, that he has a thing. He sticks with it. That's how it's going to be. 
If you don't like that, get out. I'll find somebody else to get you to do the job. That's his way. Um, I, I, you know, that's the philosophy, right? And he is a demanding guy, but yes, you're right. He's got every, he's got every pass possible to be successful. Um, and to complain about a player not wanting to play in New England over LA, well, no, duh. I mean, who do you really want to go play in, in New England late in the year? Do you really? No, you have to pay a little more. There's a tax that his club would have to pay to get certain players because they don't want to play in that nonsense. Simple, but uh, let him complain. Cry more. We love the tears. People are crying about us means they're doing the right thing. <laughs> Dave says, I'll follow FC Bayern. You'll enjoy it. Trust me. They win a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of fun. Um, let's see. We've got Marvin saying, it's wild. LEC 2 starts in two weeks, and they haven't even released the roster. Minor league sports, man. That's how it goes. You throw it all together and get on the field. Uh, ooh. David Day, we'll be a different team after the summer for better or worse. Yeah, I mean, guys are going to go. We know Palacios. We know Cifuentes. At a minimum, we would be the guys moving on. We'll see who else goes as well. But there will be more faces. And, of course, probably another big name down the line because it's kind of our way. So, yes, it will be fun. All right, guys, thank you for the comments. Well done on that. Let's get into community news. Tony, you have the floor, sir. What's going on in the community? What is up, man? Um, so for most of you, uh, we'll be at a game tomorrow, which we'll recap, which we'll, you know, come up with what's going on moving forward with that. But, um, after that day, um, TSG is finally holding their meet and greet and they decided to do something a little bit different than most of the other meet and greets that it's kind of cool. I like them for that. So this Thursday, March 16th, they are going to be at Chateau Bowling Alley at 7 PM. The address is 32. 55 4th Street, almost um, close enough to 3252, but 3255 4th Street. Um, they do recommend that you carpool there. Um, parking is limited. And, you know, go have, you know, knock some pins down, hang out, hang out with TSG. If I have time, maybe I'll stop by and, you know, hang out with them. Um, you know, get a cool couple, you know, rounds of bowling in with them and hang out with, you know, Sujin, Slim, and uh, Josh, as you all know from FCFC pod. So, yeah, there's that going on. And then right after that, we go into, as we, we know, LAFC is going to Seattle. Crew, for right now, is having a watch party back at Angry Horse Brewing at 1 p.m. The address is 603 West Whittier Boulevard, Montebello, California, 90640. And, of course... By myself and Joseph will most likely be at Black Army Progressive Brewing. Doors open at 12. Kickoff starts at 1. We will have an Asian-themed food by, excuse me if I butcher this. I I'm always do this all the time. So Chid Down Kitchen. The address is 9624 El Poche Street in South El Monte, California, 91733. And all ages are welcome. Back to the themed watch parties. Well done, Black Army. Well done, crew. And well done, TSG. The events sound amazing. Um, dude, that's fun. Bowling's always fun. It's a good way to build camaraderie. So I dig it. That's cool, guys. All right. Anything else in community? We got you, man. We are all done with community. Let's there get into the go. Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. All right. And, of course, this might offend some. I won't lie. 
I'm entertained by this. So, Tony, what is our choice today for the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute? I'll let you introduce it. I did pick it because it's the proper way to do it because we already done the Costa Rica thing. But with the news of Byron, what song do they play at, at the stadium at Bayern Munich when it begins? Mm-hmm. 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 So the official theme song of Bayern Munich. We decided for fun, we'll introduce you to that one. It's on Apple Music. I know, right? Um, enjoy it. I think we did Heya Biva Beva Be when they were working with us. And so Sternda Students wins today. Just go, just go check it out. If you want to get weirded out, goal celebration for Byron, of course, is a can-can. I don't know why, but they do that. Um, so enjoy a little Byron stuff. You'll hear a lot of the can-can because they score a lot, but yeah. Have fun with that. It's good stuff. And they'll study the Mia San Mia vibe as well and, and why they say that and their ethos. And you'll realize it's a pretty strong club for a reason. Um, love them or hate them. They are who they are. Um, again, that's the Mia San Mia vibe, right? Uh, you never give up. Always in the games. Over over participate or over over um, achieve even when the roster is compromised at times but you still get results and you never give up. That's their vibe. That's what they do. Uh, so yeah, enjoy that one. That's for sure. All right, let's transition this one, get into it, talk about the next match day, of course, tomorrow. For some of you, it would be today if you're listening to this thing um, on, on Apple. Yeah, Alawense, breaking them down, what's going to happen. Of course, CCL got real interesting today. You heard about a few. I think the big one is is Philadelphia uh, went wild and they moved on. Uh, Vancouver's probably going to move on. They got a blowout in their first game. We're looking strong, and Austin is out. So uh, those are the big the big stories so far. And I guess Atlas is – did they find a way through, guys? Because it really – 4-0. Looked... Whoa. Okay, so, so they found their, they, they really did find their way through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's pretty amazing. Um, but we can't be too surprised. They didn't have much of a crowd. That was a little shocking. But uh yeah, things are you know, things are great. Uh good upsets we've seen so far. And if all things work out, we'll be playing Vancouver in the next round. I think, yeah. I think. We'll talk about that further. Mm-hmm. For the Atlas one, it was the goal was in the the last goal for them to move on and not go penalty kicks was in the ninety minute plus two in the ninety second minute. Good lord, that's fun, that's beautiful. Uh, that's why we watch CCL. Honestly, it's exciting. It's a little bit raw, a little bit unpredictable. The refs, you never know, and it's their first chance to really use VR in this tournament, so uh, things can get kind of funky. Uh, but yeah. Uh, good on that. Now, let's talk about our match tomorrow. We're playing on Wednesday. Yep. Here we go again. Uh, leg two. Uh, they have been struggling as a result of this. Uh, those of us who were, that, who were in Costa Rica after this, it was kind of rough. Um, their media kind of blew up on them after this thing. Uh, there was a lot of turning, you could say. Uh, I was a little bit surprised. Uh, at how heavy it was, uh, but that is what happened to them. Um, they aren't loose, used to losing. Um, in fact, the loss kind of brought them into a bit of a lull, and they lost right after our game as well, To and uh, a 2-0 defeat, which has now dropped them into second place in league. 
Uh, I believe they have 26 points. Saprisa now has 27. Um, so they were riding high. They played us, and then they dropped a game right after us. Uh, pretty rough on them, you could say. And so there's a little bit of pressure there on their side uh, to, to get things better against us. But, boy, uh, talking about walking into the, the, the mouth of the beast, uh, it's their turn, right? We had our moment down there. Uh, rising up and dealing with co coins being thrown at us and all the other fun stuff to, to now they're coming to our house or we don't do that kind of stuff, but, uh, yeah, it's a different environment. Uh, they've got a lot to make up on, uh, stacked against them. Now, what are we looking at at their roster? What are they going to do? That's different. I gotta be honest with you guys. I think it's going to be more of the same. It's how they like to play. It's the way they approach it. They try to clog the midfield because of what we do. So I would expect the 4-5-1 yet again. Now in that 4-5-1, both Mora and uh, Alcocer play pretty high on the outside wings. So it almost looks like a 4-3-3 at times. This is what they're trying to do. Of course, we do good at limiting and pressing them back with our overlap, and that's not going to work very well for them. But this is really what they play. It's what they're used to. I can't see a big change on this. Um, I think we'll press them back again and they'll look for those counters on the wings again. Get it to the middle. Simple, simple, simple. That's what they're going to try to do. They're not going to try to get too complicated with things. This is what I expect. Um, will I see changes to the lineup or expect changes if there's no injuries? No. I think this is what they're going to go with. This is their best lineup they possibly have. Tony, have you been hearing anything that suggests otherwise? No. Again, the only thing I've been hearing is what you told us is they're upset. <laughs> upset very very upset so they want blood they want revenge and anything less when they go back is going to be anarchy with them with them in the fan in their fan base yeah um i know some of our fans actually when they were traveling back home to here they ended up being on the same plane as their team they were super friendly with our supporters um they didn't seem to be too edgy in the moment uh but the quotes are suggesting otherwise, at least from their coaching staff. They are under the radar. Um, they did not expect that result against us. It shook them. So uh, if they do get thrashed again, I would not be surprised if their coach might not be their coach anymore when it's all said and done. It's that kind of pressure situation for them. You have to realize that Alawense has had success in this tournament, in fact, winning it twice. And knocking out Carson in one of those, I believe, they've done that too. Um, they've had some success. So to get bounced this quickly is not something they expect or they will accept. Um, you know, that's just, they have their opinions. They have their, they have their, their purpose. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough, but that's reality of this. You don't know your level till you start playing tournaments like this. Yeah. Um, I will say this for LAFC. I don't think most people talked about it, but we should. This is the first time we've beaten a team in a competition outside of an MLS venue. Think about that. We never won a game in Mexico, right? We never went we won to games, I guess, in Canada, but that's MLS venues. And CCL, we played in Orlando to get our wins. Mm -hmm. So we made some history the last game, thanks to them. Um, I could see where they're a little shocked. So good on us. Made some history. Let's make some more tomorrow. Um, Araceli, you watching, you watched the first leg, um, your impressions, do you think any big changes are coming down for them? 
um or do you expect it to be more of the same where it's kind of our show and and we pick and choose and they've got to find a way to just steal steal some goals no i definitely expect it to be more of the same obviously might come out with a little more uh motivation in terms of not wanting to return to their home fans if they lose again but um I mean, just looking at the roster, I, I definitely see it being the same. Yeah, I just the, the, there's a gulf <laughs> of quality difference in this. I, I sad, sad but true for them. But but this was the first game where I really was like, wow, okay. I thought there was one thing. It's not. It's it. MLS, our teams, they've they've really been increasing by by a huge margin, even from only two or three years ago. Um, this can kind of kind of showed that you're looking at a premier side from Costa Rica and, and it, it didn't matter <laughs> on the road. They, they, they just went about it. And I expect the same again, if anything, maybe the story won't be about them. It'll be about us and who we field and how we approach this match, knowing that we have a huge game against Seattle on the weekend. Are we going to cycle the lineup for this second leg figuring that, Hey man, we got a three, nothing lead. How bad can it be? Let's bring in some new faces. And so I think it brings it back to us and what we're going to look at. Now, last match, we know Hollingshead played on the right. Okay, we know that's not going to happen. So, Araceli, with Hollingshead not being in this, this match, who do you expect to, to, to go in on the right side? Ooh, that is a very good question. I think with Hollingshead not starting because of the obvious, I, I see Palencia possibly getting to start just as he did the last match. Hey, dude, he put on a show. Honestly, last time he played against Alawense, he was pretty exciting to watch. So um, I think he plugs right in. Not a problem. Now, center back pairings will be another question. Last time it was Chiellini and Mario. Part of me feels that it won't be Chiellini this time. It might be long again. I don't know. I, you know, this is a weird one. Uh, Tony, do you, who do you think the center back pairing is going to be? I think it's been long and our new assigned, you know, Mal, Maldondo. Maldonado. Yeah. Maldonado. Could be. Could he's, be. Like I said, he's a young player. This is perfect opportune time to see where he gauges, especially with the lead that we have. It's, we have a little more give, of course that can change and we can sub in like Mario in the second half to get him time. But I, I can see that being the, the pairing again, long is, not an older statesman like Chiellini, but in that same era, I guess. You know what I mean? He's been there. He knows what he needs to do. He's been in big games, and especially at home, this would be a perfect opportune time to see that, that uh, pairing going in. Now, what will be the chances that Chiellini would get the start, knowing that he probably won't get the start against Seattle since it's on turf and we're not going to risk him on turf, um, that he just gets this game out, go through it, move on. Um, Ersula, do you think there's a chance for that to happen? That Keelini, this is his game of the week. Oh, I definitely think there's a high possibility that we could see Keelini get the start because, just as you pointed out, why risk him in Seattle? But then again, given with how much he's been playing the last couple of matches, I do see him coming on as like a sub again. But having him start, I, I do see LEFC kind of starting strong, trying to, even though. I hesitate to call it a relaxed match, given the, the lead that we have. But as we pointed out several times with the CCL, anything can happen. So I would be expecting for him to start p potentially just so 
we still have that level of comfort, at least for the first half. Yeah, things can go haywire really quick. A red card unexpected, a penalty unexpected early against us that results in possibly a red card. I mean, these things can happen. Um, and then all of a sudden you're in a, in a different game. Uh, yeah, you got to be smart about it. Now, I think Palacios starts on the left. I don't think any debate on that. That's that's who we have. Um, that two plays there. Um, midfield, of course, becomes a story as well. Ilya played pretty much the match um over the weekend so i, I kind of don't see it happening with him this week i mean i'd be shocked if it happened um why would you push a man that hard uh i think again tillman gets the start rather than than Ilya. it just makes more sense that way other than that maybe acosta sifuentes gets the start sifuentes got what limited minutes in this one so no surprise there. That might be the situation. Uh, throw it to you, Tony. Who who do you, who do who do you think is going to fill the mid this match? Mm, I would say I would say Acosta. Maybe they rest Sifu and Tillman, and then of course we have another backup. Um, Chris uh, Chris Stomo is there. He knows the system. He, he's at home, so it's more comfortable. So I could see that happening, especially with Chris Stomo and Ilya. Again, there's a there's a gap level, of course, because Stomo's still learning, but he plays like Ilya, very defensive, very you know, slow pace and everything like that. So I could see that going moving forward. Yeah, I mean, again, we have a three zero lead. We got to be smart about it. I know we need the first goal, right, just to cement things, uh, get it done with. But yeah, it's, have to you have to switch the squad around here. You got to protect people. It's just. It's necessity. Up top again, another story. Buanga Poco Vela. That's kind of your expected, but I don't think it's your expected for this game. I just you don't want to risk things. You still need the result, but you have Buke available. You have Torres available, right? And we can talk about Duenas in the back. He's available. He did get some minutes, I think, in the first match. I think. Um Cycling is going to be necessary here. Araceli, who sits, who starts in your book? I don't know if this is a hot take, but I would start Vela, Apoku, and Boanga. It may not be ideal considering Seattle, but I would start them. Get the job done, right? End it? Just finish them. Yeah. I mean, 45 minutes work from Vela. Let them walk away. You got a lead. Be done with it. I'm good with that. I don't want to risk him too much, but you still need a result. And it's not like we're playing a pushover here. You still need to get a result. Um, it took us a while to figure things out against him in the first game. We had a lot of missed opportunities, so it's not like they're pushovers. You got to take it serious. Um, that's for sure. I dig it. I dig it. I still wonder, though, if Vela gets to start this time. I think he does because he got rested against New England. That it, It's meant to show that he's going to get more minutes in this game for sure. So, you know, Boanga, I think you just, you have to play him because he's on fire. Crazy not to at this point. Um, but yeah, the Apoko Buke vibe, that's what I'm not sure about. We'll see. We'll see where it goes and we'll throw it back to you guys. Um, signs that we're in the right place. Araceli, what do you expect from the first half that tells us, yep, we're fine. We're moving on. This one is done. I mean, I, ideally, you just want to see either Vela Boanga get that first goal within the first couple of minutes. So you have, uh, again, I, I 
I hesitate to use the phrase level of comfort, but for a lack of better words, um, just get in there, get the first couple of goals or at least one goal and not lay back for the rest of the match, but definitely play defensively. Be smart. That's it, right? Don't get don't get stuck in. Simple as that. Tony, your impressions of the match, what do you expect to see? How do you know we're going to be in a good place early on? I feel like when they realize that the quality they have over them, like, again, they're not a pushover team, but the quality that we have here compared to them is very adamant. You know, I feel like that's what happened in the first half. Rewatching the game, finally rewatching the game, I saw that we didn't realize the, the gap level and we were walking on certain plays that we were usually running because we thought it was going to be a pushover game. And then once we realized how good we know, let's put him into bed. So the quicker we realize that we're a better and stronger team, the faster we can close this out, pack up, go home, and get ready for Seattle. I think for me, the sign is a Poku actually finishing. <laughs> if, he, if, if he does get the start, if he can actually finish an opportunity early instead of struggle through it, we're good. If he doesn't play against Buke, then I know we will. So um, I love Apoku. He needs to get a little bit more efficient. That's for certain. If he does in this game, it's going to be an early blowout. If he doesn't, we got to wait. So that's my thoughts. Is if Apoku gets a start, let's see something effective from him early. Finish the opportunities, get it done with. Um, and that that's my thought. All right. So we all know what to expect tomorrow. I expect the LSU can make it to be there. Um, it's going to be a fun one. That's for sure. We definitely need everybody full tilt in the 3252 to make it happen. They gave all their all against us. They kind of burned out after 20 minutes trying to keep up with 3252. That's cool. They saw a snippet of what we are. Let's show them the full tilt. No holding back. Make this thing a show for all of us. And we got this. We got this. We can go on to the next round and hopefully, uh, face Vancouver. I guess that's, that's what it's slated to be. Um, all good things there. All right. I'm going to throw this one back to the comments since we're getting towards the end of our episode today. Uh, let's hear it from you guys. Give your feedback. Who do you think you're going to see out there? Are you going to arrest them? Are you going to start them? Let's see what the conversation brings. All right. So into it. Let me see. Do, 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 do. Daniel on Hill says he's excited for rotation tomorrow. Any chance we play defensively? Or do you expect us to play our typical style? I think if we change our style, we lose our games. Uh, we have a style. That's what we do. Everyone on the team is expected to play that style. If you're not able to play that style, you probably won't play first for very long. I think that's the way we operate is we have a system. You need to fit. You need to make it happen and add to it. We don't have liabilities. We have assets. Simple. Uh, Marvin, he's giving us lineup. He says Palencia, Maldonado, Long, Palacios, Acosta, Tillman, Sifu, Buick, Apoco, Buanga. Ah, no risk to Vela. I see there. Um, and giving Ilya a much needed rest because, man, that guy's been a workhorse for us so far. Uh, Marvin says, I wouldn't start Chrysostomo. And if not this game, then win. That's a thing. Like, you guys got to get the guy, guys got to get minutes. You're not going to do it against Seattle. This would be a good time. Maybe second half. Could be his story. Maybe that could be Duenia's second half, Torres' second half. If the guys are efficient in the first half, bring in the kids. Take over the second half with a good lead. Uh, Jose Brown, Opoku, boring. I wouldn't say boring. I would say un, not polished yet. Um, 
he dude, he moves around, the runs look good. It's that last little touch that just not there yet. Um, yeah, he's looking raw right now. That's for sure, but he needs to polish up. This is a good chance. If you got your shooting boots on, that can be a fun day today. Uh, Marvin says, get one goal, put in Torres. I'm with you, man. Just get a lead. Get it done with. They're not going to beat us 5 nothing. They're not going to score five against us. Let's be real. Get the goal and move on. I dig it. I dig it, Marvin. Uh, Jose Bernal thinks that Apoku, Buanga, Sifu will rest. Okay, now realize this, guys. The guys you rest are the starters against Seattle. Think of it that way. Um, and, and, and the turf of Seattle, right? That's the thought in the back of their heads is who's good for it. Bernal, Acosta, too. I just I have a hard time seeing Acosta sit for this one. I think this is a good one for him. Uh, Mark Lopez says, ideally, we go hard in the first half, get subs once we are safe. But the reality is the second half has been the strongest force in each game. So maybe super subs is the move. That's like the dolo way, though, right? I'll make my move. And then it's done. Um, it's his way. Uh, Marvin Chavez, it would be crazy to see a super young front three in Buke, Torres, Apoku, maybe in the second half. I have a hard time seeing them all together. I do. I do. I think they always split them for a reason. <laughs> uh, Ego Corral, I would respect the team, uh, play the starters, rest them in the second half. Yeah, respect needs to be there. That's for sure. Uh, they're not a pushover. We made it look like it late, but they're not a pushover. Um, LASC Wolf, I agree with Marvin's lineup. There you are. <laughs> Jose Bernal said <laughs> it was my auto tech. I was trying to say Boanga. Dude, that's funny. That's just funny. But uh yeah, dude, I I just see I see a bongo starting. It's just it's too much of a hot hand right now. You don't want to mess up the vibe. Let him keep let him keep moving. Let him keep moving. All right, guys. Any last comments? Throw them up there. Looks like we're pretty well covered here. Thank you everybody for for adding in. Uh again, we're forever grateful and thankful for all of you guys joining us week in and week out, giving your two cents and letting us bounce it off of our heads and have fun with it. Uh, that's what we do here. We're going to keep doing it. We truly enjoy it. I know we we miss Bam here. Um, we will get him back soon. Man has to work. Got to earn a living. Um, and he'll, he'll get us our running tally for the for the Heart of LAFC Award as he was collecting those today. And he'll, he'll get us a better update on those as he's still tallying them. So there you are. Um, all right. So we've got our community news. we got our lineups. We're ready for the game. You know what that does mean, right? Yes, it's time for us to wrap things up and go on our way and get ready for the match tomorrow. I got some flags to prep. I know I got some work for the North End. So let's go do that. Let's take care of business. <sighs> final thoughts of the day as we wrap this episode up. I will start with you, Aricella, your final thoughts. My final thoughts are simple. This kind of like always. Got another match tomorrow. Be safe out there. Watch out for each other. Make sure you have a plan to get to the stadium and back home. Also, too, uh, I'll end it on this, that I will be taking a short hiatus from the pod just for a couple of weeks. Don't worry. Um, with MLS Next Pro starting up soon, got a lot of meetings coming up that I need to focus on. And then at the end of the month, I'll be doing some traveling. As Joseph kind of already mentioned, I can't give too many details yet because I'm still confirming a few things. But I will say this. I'm headed to the East Coast. 
I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it at that too. Well done, Araceli. Again, we're, we're beyond proud of what you do um, moving up into this league. And, and again, watching the development of this league where you're at is the, the forefront of the future of the league. So it, it's great to have you there and, and sharing with us all the ins and outs of this, of this development league that we now have. Um, it is essential uh, for MLS, for LAFC to have this competition and for you to be there as it's really formalized now that all the teams are involved, it's going to be fun to, to, to get your input and uh, reports as to what's going down and, and who's developing under, under the wing, under the golden wings. So yes, all beautiful. All right, Tony, it's you, sir. I know you're going to be hitting the sack pretty soon because you got to get rested up and ready to, 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 to kill it in the North end tomorrow. So let's get your run through, man. Final thoughts of the day, sir. Um, final thoughts of the day is be safe out there tomorrow. Don't overdrink. Um, we are having, I believe, some supporters fly out with them out here. Maybe not. Maybe so. So, again, be safe. You don't want to be at the wrong end of a drunk fan. Be smart and also drink responsibly. Also, check up on your friends. Like, I've, it's still hard out there. You know what I mean? It's You need to just have a conversation with them. They need your help as much as they can, just mentally. And just, you know they have a lot of weight on their shoulders so just a little quick, quick conversations and everything like that always helps out you know doesn't matter if discord a phone call a text anything you know you can even watch tv shows together if you both have the same streaming services and watch tv together and just have conversations about that so make sure to check up on everybody everyone's going through a hard time you never know what it's going through and you know we are here to and also realize who's around you as Bam always says, a conversation can save a life, as he's in the chat right now. So, yeah, that's my final say of the day. Well said, Tony. Yes, the Are You OK um, initiative that Bam is, has been speaking of, it's real, people. Like, definitely check in on your friends. Ask if they're OK. It's not hard to do. Do it. Um, we all have those high points and those low points in our lives and you never know where someone's at. So don't hold back. Don't hold back. Um, on my end again, thank you all for joining us again for another episode. Next one's going to be 280, another milestone for us. We're just going to keep on going. 300 is going to be fun. We got stuff up our sleeves. We'll keep you posted on some things that we're working on. Um, but at the end of the day, we are here for you guys. We're going to continue being here for you in terms of those who travel to Costa Rica. What a lovely trip to be with all of you 500 strong going crazy over in, in, in Alawenze, um, in Alawela and beyond running into all those beautiful black and gold fans all over the country. Um, it was, it was an experience. I think everybody's flight had more than one LAFC fan on and it was, it was wild. Being stranded in Hermosillo wasn't fun, but you know what? There were some other LAFC fans that got stuck in as well um, and still found their way. And uh, for you who trooped through that and made the trip, good on you. Keep it up. You're building a reputation. And honestly, by doing what we just did, we just put it just one more step higher for the for the LAFC profile, for the 3252 profile, and for football in general in the United States. Really, to have supporters traveling the way we do, we are changing the game. We are making history as we do this. Keep doing it and keep it positive. 
because in a split second, you could lose it all. So stay positive, stay right. Remember who you represent at all times. It's the black and gold. We're always here for LAFC more than our clubs, more than anything, more than our SGs. We're here for LAFC. Never lose sight of that. And we'll just keep getting better places and doing better things. So to you guys, thanks again. And of course, the word of the day, Araceli. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over